0: if you love the idea of mindful eating and healthy living join me is hoffman lifestyle shape food editor and author as we explore ways of achieving health and balance this week we're talking all about self-love self-care and that does not mean we are being selfish. I have a phenomenal guest. She is in fact an award-winning manager and a dermal esthetician with over 16 years of experience in the industry. Now she's also the CEO of Dermology Aesthetic and Laser Clinic Group. Laurette Toy, welcome in studio. Thank you, Iselle. It's so exciting being here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we get the privilege of talking to you today and you're going to be sharing all this phenomenal knowledge you've got around skin and everything that you do but first things first what does mind for living mean to you and where did your journey start
1: My journey started way back at about 2005 when I started my studies at Isaac Arstens in Stellenbosch. I was there for about three years and then I went onto the cruise ships and I had the... No, stop it. Yeah, and I had the beautiful (laughs) time sailing in the Caribbean islands, went to the cross-Atlantic, in the Mediterranean as well. And then from there, I went into the bush.
0: I started my journey at Sangita. The best of both worlds, right? Yes. (laughs) Which one is the best? Sorry, I'm chipping in there, but the bushveld or the coast or the sea or the Mediterranean? I mean, you've seen it all.
1: So now I can definitely say it's the bush. (laughs) I am out and out a bush girl. Oh,
0: (laughs) such a bush baby. Okay.
1: So I joined Sangeeta and I was their spa manager for about five years. And that's where the old age cliche happened, where the spa therapist and the game ranger fell in love. You know, <laughs> I love that—the fairy
0: tale of the Bushveld.
1: Yes. So my husband and I, although well, we were then fiancés, moved into the city. So I went from the ocean to the bush to the
0: city. Uh, tell us all about, you know, I see you're also like a beauty blogger and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, So I started at Demology in
1: 2013 when they opened their doors. Yeah. My, my passion for the skin industry has always been there. And as the years went on, it just grew and grew. And it's become this incredible urge inside of me mm. that I just want to do something with it and I wasn't really sure what that direction would be yeah. and finally I came into the aesthetic industry and that's where I started working with demology um, as the practice manager, I started specializing in skin and laser and I found my niche so that's mm. where the whole beauty
0: and skin industry is coming from. What would you say are being mindful about your service of And what you offer to clients and customers. Now you sort of briefly touched on that. It's it's about finding your niche and being passionate about what you believe in, in, in your field of experience. So when we
1: treat skin, that's the service that we offer, but it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. I always say our treatments are much deeper than skin deep. It's not just getting that result on the skin, but getting the minds better, getting the confidence better of the Mm -hmm. people. I've had patients who get uh, up in the morning early before their husbands to put on foundation you know so that's the kind of things that i want to change so there's a lot of deeper than skin deep treatments that we do but further than that it's also the team that i work with everybody on site at Dermology, on our premises we work together we
0: always say dream team i think People like yourselves can almost see yourself as a skin psychologist in a way because, you know, your skin says so much about your confidence. If you've got glowing skin and beautiful skin and you just feel good in your skin, you radiate confidence where, you know, on a bad day or when you're not happy with the condition of your skin, I think it's got the flip side of the effect really
1: yes so we all know this saying there's nothing more alluring than a confident woman and what makes a confident woman there's a lot about us even though we know we're not supposed to be comparing that inner self is always going to dwell into that direction mm. and we need to teach ourselves we need to teach our minds on what is important and that's again you know what we surround ourselves with yeah. and that's why I like to surround myself with people in my team it's not just me and the team we all are together and yeah. being together these different personalities and making sure our minds stay aligned we're focusing on our future we're focusing on our individual goals working together to reach that you know yeah.
0: so that's what i'd like to focus on now when you walk into the doors of demology, right here yeah, the first time i walked into the San and branch i was like oh wow all these people are so friendly you know? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's got glowing beautiful skins clearly they've got something i don't you know and then Please tell me more. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I started my skin journey because, I mean, I approach you with a a little bit of dark spots on my forehead. And pigmentation is quite a thing out there. And I think a lot of women do struggle with it. Myself as well. Years ago, I used to be, for extra pocket money, I used to be a swimming coach. And I think that's where I made the mistake. You know, not the right foundation, not the right SPFs, Mm -hmm. not the right skin prep and treatment. And I've always been blessed with quite a good skin but i didn't keep my foundation correct and let's maybe talk about that quickly when is the right age to start looking after your skin because i now looking back believe you're never too young to start
1: Absolutely. I've got two children. They're three and six years old. Since babies, they've been lathered in sunblock.
0: (laughs) Now all I'm thinking is those memes with these kids with the white faces, you know, (laughs) on the beach playing with the sand. Was that yours? (laughs) No, so
1: that's uh, physical sunblocks. I'm not going to do that. I'm just covering them head to toe, Mm. making sure they both have opposite skin types. Okay. Yeah, so my daughter is uh, my husband's skin type darker Fitzpatrick so darker skin color Mm -hmm. and my son is like me you know we're very light uh, so they need different kinds of protection in the sun as well And they burn differently. So I feel like if you do, if you start imprinting that, just the sunblock and the importance of sunblock in someone so young, it's easier to do as you grow up. Because to this day, I'll meet a 60-year-old man who just refuses to wear sunblock because he doesn't like how it feels on his skin
0: the same for me you know in my industry where I get to play in the kitchen quite often you know I always stress the same as well I always say to parents you know or siblings even get the younger ones involved in the kitchen make them help while they're still curious and want to help so that when they grow up they don't see cooking and looking after themselves and preparing meals for themselves as a chore they sort of see it as this is just part of daily life. And I feel like, you know, certain things like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair and putting a good sunblock on before you leave the house. That are sort of foundation things yes. that needs to be right. Yes, oh. 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, um, let's talk about where listeners can find out more, you know, about what you do exactly. Where yes. can people find you on Facebook?
1: Very simple, at we on there, uh, we are very active on social media as most people are these days. Lorette does these
0: quirky little videos and I always have a laugh, you know. <laughs> Usually it's like while I'm waiting for a client or before a meeting and you scroll down your Instagram, oh he's in infant Lorette. <laughs> we just have to have a looky quickly. Absolutely love your little quirky reels, yes. So on Facebook you've said and on Instagram, what's your handle there? Demology underscore Africa. You're also on TikTok and quite on Twitter as well.
1: Yes, yeah, same handles.
0: Oh, only. and then website, last but not least.
1: www.domology.co.za
0: It's as simple as that. Apart from working on with laser and pigmentation and the service offering that you help me with, what other things do you offer?
1: So We do everything skin-related. It's very exciting. I like to put, I often uh, refer to myself as a cook. Because you remember, or a chef, you put together, you take a little bit of this, little bit of this, and you you make up your own ideal recipe for that Mm -hmm. unique person in front of you.
0: And what I like about what you just said is I do believe everyone is different. You know, Absolutely. usually when people come to me for for nutritional or dietary advice, I say to them, but you can't compare yourself to me or you can't compare yourself to your sister, your mother, your friend, because you're not the same person. You don't have the same DNA. Uh, you don't have the same life. You know, what is your stress levels, your work hours, your, your family time? What is it that consumes your 24 hours in a day? Because Not one person is the same. And I'm sure, you know, when someone comes to you, I mean, for you to open canvas, I mean, the skin is going to tell the story and it's going to show you what the lifestyle looks like on the inside is going to reflect on the skin. Mm -hmm. How do you work with that? Because people must come to you often for a quick fix. Yes. And that we immediately say There's no
1: such thing as a quick fix. We are results driven. So it's Mm. super important to not just try and treat the skin from the outside, but understand the whole picture. Mm. Understand what that person is going home to tonight. Like you just said, what does their day, their normal 24-hour day look like? Are
0: they capable
1: of... Putting Or using 10 products in the morning No, we are busy, busy people <laughs> No, I don't have time to
0: use 10 products in the morning <laughs>
1: Exactly yeah. And then also just expectations Do mm. they have a skin condition That's there to stay Then you have to say, this is not going anywhere We can improve it mm. Dramatically, but it can flare up again At any point So By making sure we're setting that expectations, looking at the body as a whole, the body and the mind, the environment they surround themselves, gut health, all of that, we will be able to not just recommend what we can do, but also refer to other specialists and combine a full picture or recipe for that person so that they can
0: get the best results for them. And results that's going to... Yep. Be staying for the long term, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, because often people's like, no, they need to start using this cream or go for that procedure or for this treatment because they want to get rid of X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C. But if they don't change what's in their lifestyle that is causing it, no product is going to permanently resolve the problem. The problem Absolutely. starts with you, you know, <laughs> and the choice that you make on a daily basis.
1: You can go for slimming treatments, but if you're going to continue eating food, that's not going to, it's going to do the opposite. You know, it's not going to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, talking about food and eating, what would you say is a good relationship with food, Lorette? And how does that relate to the condition of your skin?
1: I think everybody has their own relationship. There's no one specific good relationship with food. It's very important to maintain that healthy relationship, though, is to understand why are you putting these ingredients in your body. Now, when we look at skin, is there's definitely a few, a lot, <laughs> ingredients that will <laughs> yeah. aid to healthy skin and that's going to benefit your skin's health.
0: Okay. Mm. What's your go-to foods that you can say... Assist in helpful glowing skin.
1: My go-to is absolutely antioxidants. Oh, so I was hoping <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> yeah. So often, um, the very first ingredient that I would recommend people to use on their skin is an antioxidant. We need to fight that free radicals in the skin. We mm. need to work on the healthy skin barrier. Make sure we have that prolonged protection on the skin. Yeah. In addition to your SPF, but not just from the outside. We also need to treat from the inside. Yes, and that's the. First Food and the supplements.
0: Now you the expert here, not me today, but for listeners out there that don't know what an antioxidant is.
1: It's your most powerful ingredient that you can put in your skin or in your body so from a skin related point of view your antioxidant is going to fight the free radicals and that's the bad guys that's in your skin it's caused by um, wear and tear something like smoking things like that that's going to Environmental environmental impact impact on the skin so it's going to attack that and aid in the restructuring of your skin and getting that skin healthier.
0: My go-to antioxidant, I love blueberries. Mm -hmm. Um, It's ideal to snack. It's ideal to be course if you're on your way between meetings or in a rush. Um, I love them frozen. Add them to smoothies in the morning. Mm -hmm. In fact, the antioxidants is quite higher when they are, in fact, frozen. Blueberries. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, that's sort of my favorite go-to little snack Mm -hmm. that I've got on the road. And, of course, almonds. Absolutely Mm -hmm. love almonds. Loaded with vitamin E. Mm -hmm. That, of course... Is definitely good for the skin. So I always say it's always the best reason to have an extra handful of roasted almonds, right? We, yes. We're not always focused on the calories, we more focus on the quality of the calories. And at the end of the day, I do believe that plays such a big role. Quality over quantity is a it's always for me. And, and I'm sure in your role and what you play, and from a product point of view, I mean, earlier you did say, it's not always about putting 10 products on your face in the morning. It's about the quality of the products and making sure that you address the problems that you have.
1: 100%. It's very important to make sure you address the concerns from that point of view. If you've got a unhealthy skin barrier, but you want to go on to this powerful pigmentation range that's got 10 products, a cleanser, toner, a serum, exfoliator, you're not going to help the problem. In fact, you can even worsen it. So it's extremely important. I call it skip care. So we're going to skip skin care.
0: Skip skin care. So
1: skip care, (laughs) take a step back. A little bit of a tongue twister there. (laughs) Take a step back and get back to the basics. Get your your skin healthy again and then you start incorporating a few ingredients to ensure you're targeting the condition that you actually want to improve.
0: Now I want to talk Sunblock for a second or a SPF. Often people think the higher the better, but is it really better? Because sometimes that you know, other people then say, but too high SPF contains a lot extra chemicals, and I suppose that's where the quality of the product comes into play again.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's an age old conversation about the different SPFs what's better physical versus uh, chemical at the end of the day. SPF is going to last on your skin for a certain amount of time so your reapplication is key just because your SPF says it's SPF 50 you can't mm. put it on today and then forget about it after two hours it might just be gone you know or if you went to um, if you had a gym session or if you went swimming or showering it's gone also so the key with skin care or with SPF is reapplication
0: Ah, people Make a note, reapplication of your SPF, especially December holidays at the beach. And often you do get a proper tan in, in the bushveld as well. Yeah. Let's not forget about that one. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes people don't want to reapply their skincare because they say, I've got makeup on. But these days, there's beautiful mineral brushes that you dust the SPF on top of your foundation. And it's absolutely oh. stunning.
0: Okay, I need to make a mental note of that. I have not (laughs) heard of that one before. But Lorette, you're a mom as well. And we've spoken about your two beautiful kids that you've got and your husband that's quite out of the country quite often. Now, how do you deal with that as a working mom, a career woman, and then also making time for yourself as well in between all of that?
1: So the very first thing that I can tell you is to get the mind right. There's no point in sitting in a corner and feeling sorry for yourself. When my husband and I started dating, that was the case. He told me, listen, this is, my, this is my, going to be my career. I'm going to be traveling often. And I knew what I was getting myself into. And I there and then already we, we dealt with it. And then as time went on and my career sort of boomed as well, currently this year I'm also traveling internationally for uh, presentations. We've got two beautiful children, three and six years old. We've got obviously a whole family set up at home and our different businesses. So... It's never about uh, the time that we are away from each other, but more the time that we we are together. So we make sure that when we are together, that it is indeed quality time.
0: Yes. And talking about quality and time specifically, you know, from from a health perspective, I always say time And, you know, food and nutrition is two of the things that when you invest it in yourself, it's the best investment that you will ever make. And, you know, in a way, the same applies to all different aspects of your life. I mean, you can spend time with someone, but is it necessarily quality time? Mm. Just because you're under the same roof doesn't actually mean you're spending quality time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. You can easily become roommates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Now, take me back to Varsity days. <laughs> Let's not give our age away. Yeah. You know, but, it... <laughs> but tell me w- whether your husband is at home often and not traveling too much or not, are you a good cook? And what is your go to recipe for your family? Maybe tell me when husband is not around and when he is. No, oh, yeah.
1: So, fun <laughs> fact I actually um, I don't see myself as a very good cook.
0: (laughs) Fun fact.
1: (laughs) She only cooks with
0: ingredients during the day (laughs) at Dremology, yes, but at home not so much. My (laughs)
1: adventurous (laughs) recipes happens at work. Okay. But um, we are very simple eaters. There's no, uh, often no sauces and things like that. It's very plain and simple and raw. Mm -hmm. Um, My children, growing up, I was a very, very picky eater. I think my mom will exaggerate that. But um, um, it was difficult for me to eat new things okay uh, even to this day, but creature of habits creature of habits, and my children are the same. My husband blames me for that <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get his comments on a later occasion
1: <laughs> but um he when he 's home, we often eat um he's we we are also very health orientated, so we eat a lot of veggies, a lot of protein, simple. Growing up on a farm as well, being a farm girl, you know, you get that one pot with the, the chicken and the veg. That's my yeah. go to. That's okay. my go to meal.
0: And a nice, yeah. either like a, a oxtail mm. with beautiful veggies or a chicken pot or just something mm. that you can pair with a roast veggie, maybe a baked potato or something like yes, that or absolutely. rice or a salad on the side. Yeah. Am I up your alley now? I'm a big <laughs> potato eater. <laughs> oh, there we go. And yeah. deep fried or roasted? Roasted. Roasted. Oh, roasted. There we go. Now we're talking my language. Yeah. Now, uh, if I had to, you know, say choose one of the recipes in my chapter called you only live once and book and for listeners out there i'm going to make lorette choose her favorite recipe because that's the recipe we're going to share on the jacaranda website for you to try at home as well and we hope she chooses well because there's a lot of recipes in there and not one of them is there to disappoint
1: absolutely not it was very difficult for me to choose but saying that, as I opened the chapter, there was one that was screaming out at me immediately. I had to page through everyone uh, all the other recipes, but I did come back to this one. It's the sweet potato chocolate brownies. Oh,
0: now, yes, I absolutely love sweet potato, anti inflammatory, mm. low GI and it's just one of my favourite vegetables. That and butternut. Yes. I promise you a whole tray roasted in the oven just like that, oh I'm a very happy camper. And I do glamping. I'm not so much a camper. Oh, yeah, just, I know. I'm with you there <laughs> Yeah. More <laughs> well, on the glamping side of life, right? <laughs> yes. Funny enough, the way I created that recipe was the one day I had lots of sweet potato at home and I always say, you know, my begin point for all my or my starting point for every single recipe I develop is the key is always the quality of the ingredients. So sweet potato was on the table and I was like, okay, but So what can I make with this today? You know, I've roasted it. I've cut it into wedges and I've made chips before. So all the basic stuff. And, I mean, all these things are usually just oven roast or pop into the oven or air fryer. And that day I was like, I feel like something sweet. And then when you start mashing them, it's got a beautiful, like a fudge-like texture Mm. almost. And then I was like, ooh, some raw cacao in here because I love, you know, my calcium. So load it with Also antioxidants in there. And then, of course, you had to sweeten it a little bit. So raw honey went into the mix. And then a bit of caramel essence was also there and some almond butter to cream it up. Mm. And a few eggs later into the uh, the oven, Bob's (laughs) your uncle, out came a brownie. And it's one of the nicest ways to sort of sneakily teach children how to eat vegetables. So I would love to know what your Two little ones at home would think of that one. I'm gonna run home and make this. (laughs) Today's the day they're gonna eat vegetables. (laughs) Do you sit with that problem where they struggle to eat the veggies that you prepare? So they're more vegetable eaters than meat eaters. Okay. I think it's just with, uh,
1: you know, growing up in a wildlife family. We're big wildlife people, bush bush babies, and um, a very big love for animals. My husband and I we're not vegetarian but I'm sure my children are definitely on route to okay. being vegetarians.
0: Okay. So. And I mean nowadays there's you know there's so many different you know, let's call it diet or food programs that people can look into. But again, at the end of the day, it's not really for me a good or a bad one. It depends mm. on what works for you as a person. Yeah. You went back to your lifestyle. Um, your DNA also plays a role. Um, your blood group plays a role. There's so many different elements, and of course, whether you want to go run the comrades or cycle, mm. you know, a race here and up in Johannesburg or whatever the yeah. case might be, eat according to what your body needs.
1: So the other night I gave them some chicken and uh, I put it uh, on the table and my little boy is three. He says, no, I don't want to eat chicken. And my daughter, she's the bigger animal lover. She's like Snow White, sings for the birds. She says to him, no, Jack, it's not real chicken. (laughs) 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 I'm saying that it's a vegetable. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And did he eat it? He ate it and I stayed quiet.
0: Oh, it's it's not (laughs) real chicken. Oh. You know, I do believe in giving back, whether it's giving back your time to your family, to your children, to your loved ones. Giving back is not always about charity. It's about making your time available for someone else and choosing the people that you want to invest your time into. But would you say that is the key to happiness?
1: Absolutely. I feel so much better when I've given someone something. And what I've recently done at the Mology is at the different branches I've launched my own future skin project where I'm just choosing a few models. No not celebrities or anybody. I'm just saying send me your condition, something that's bothering you. Yeah. Of course I had a few perfect skins come through, but I want like <laughs> someone who yeah. who you know who's struggling with their confidence with their skin Mm -hmm. and I chose three per branch and then I fly to the different branches and I I treat them myself and take them through that journey of getting them them confident again to just put on a tinted SPF in the mornings
0: oh you say different branches so there's more than one branch then
1: yes so that's exciting uh when I started well when I Uh, became the CEO of Domology after being uh, part of the family for about eight years already. Uh, I finally got the chance to live out my dream, which was always wanted to create more opportunities within my team. Everybody works with us for so long. But do you want to be in that position for the rest of your life? No, you also want to grow. You also have goals. And that's Mm -hmm. my passion is to make sure my team can grow with the brand, and so the next step was is to create more opportunity, and that's to create more branches, to get a, a aspiring leader, who's a therapist, to go to another location and run that practice by themselves. So that's how V uh, my clinic in Valde V in Paul was born. I love the Cape Winelands, obviously, growing she up. She went there. back
0: to Cape Town, people.
1: I went back to my roots. <laughs> she went back to her roots, yes. <laughs> yes. And um, that's how my branch there started. It's about one year old now. And then recently we just launched our third branch in Pretoria.
0: Okay. And the Yakaranda start, In The Yakaranda start. The, right? in the Stad. For FM. Yeah,
1: Definitely. <laughs>
0: And there you've got it, guys. Be the difference you want to see in the world. And, I mean, that's exactly what I believe Lorette is doing on a daily basis, not just for clients, but also the people she surrounds herself with in a work environment. Absolutely. (laughs) Lorette, from my side, that is it for today. As author and motivational speaker Jim Rohn always says, take care of your body is the only place you have to live. And today we mindfully focused on the skin.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing.
0: Laurie Detoy, all the way from Demology Africa. I'm Isol Hoffman. Thanks for joining me as we journey towards mindful living. Find more at jacarandafm.com. Click on Jackpot.